Welcome to Peter and Phil's Courageous Conversations, a podcast addressing race relations and social issues in hopes that you'll be inspired to do the same. Now, let's begin our conversation with your hosts, Dr. Peter Weinstein and Dr. Philip Nelson. I think we learned a little bit from our kids today too, but uh, I want to ask them, well, one or two more questions. And, and the first one is, let's stop looking back for a minute. What concerns you most about the future? I mean, you're, you're the future, we're the past. You're in the front seat of the car, we're in the back seat of the car. You're driving the, the next generation. What are you concerned about most, Brooke? Oh, gosh. Um... I feel like I've kind of, amongst the past two years, witnessed what people thought was acceptance was actually tolerance. And tolerance is not the same as acceptance. And so once all these people were exposed that they were tolerating what was going on, they had to decide whether to accept or not accept it. And that is kind of how we've had these, how we've come to all what's going on today. And once there's a divide, divides get larger, they get more apparent. So I don't know if this divide between people who have accepted what's right and wrong versus the people who are fighting what they don't want to see as good change, or that's not the right word, but fighting against change from what you guys were just talking about, change from changing history to become better. I could see that as a bad thing. So I guess that's my concern. No, I agree with you, Brooke. I think my concern as well is my father was stating earlier and that's going backwards. I think what scares me the most is watching history repeat itself. The, was it the resurrection in the 1800s where we were actually kind of going forward, Black people were actually able to do a lot more and then those rights were taken away from them correct me if i'm wrong you're talking about the post-civil war era yes the post-civil war era and then those rights were taken away from them so i think there were laws that were established that were actually there to help them and then it was taken back so i'm watching this occur in the supreme court right now with Roe uh, v. Wade. And then those are the ones that we know about. That's what's making the news. So I think that's what's scary is, is watching things go backwards. And I thought that this generation or even the new generation, because, you know, Brooke, I'm a little older than you, but even my daughter's generation, I thought that there may be some hope with them as well, but even they might come and tell me that the same state of mind from parents are being transferred to the kids. So it's like, how much are we really going to change with the new generation? So as we, as we start to wind down, I wanna flip the script for a minute. You're wondering what that means. I wanna allow Brooke and Nicole to run the podcast and you get to ask questions <laughs> of anybody that's on the screen. So, if there's a question you've been meaning to ask uh, while we've been discussing or a question that's that's mm-hmm. there, um, I'm filibustering to give you guys time to think about it. 
because it wasn't part of what we had talked about. But I want to flip the script and let you guys, you know, Nicole, you can ask something to Brooke. Brooke, you can ask something to Nicole. You can ask something of me. You can ask something of Phil. But I, I think it's time to put maybe Phil and I in the hot seat. So who wants to go first? <laughs> we, we, weren't, we didn't know we were going to be having our own podcast today. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess the question is, for me, would be what, I mean, for the both of you, what would you like to see for your children? If, if it was a perfect world, what would that look like to you? I think my greatest desire is a little broader. I, I do not expect us to row in the same direction. I expect us to awaken and learn how to determine which direction we want to go and how we can accommodate as many directions as we can, as long as we move society forward. And I think sometimes we become too myopic about the directions. I, I think we can tolerate different directions as long as the, we establish certain societal values and don't break those values. But what I want to see is an awakening of a civic awakening of our citizenry. To, I want to see our citizens, I, I want to see us understand how we move forward, how we negotiate, how we exchange ideas and understand that it's going to be messy and, and it can be difficult, but we don't have to lose respect for each other in order to argue with each other. And so I think what I really want is the respect for individual integrity while we're expressing our individuality and for me, that is what's important. If, I, if you focus on that, then the sky's the limit. Focus on, on just that value, then we can accomplish anything. But some of the things that we talked about today was the ignorance that our children may have, may have had because we failed to teach them how to converse, how to share their ideas. And Peter and I keep coming back to that tenet as the basis for this podcast. This is an experiment for us, but it shouldn't be an experiment. It should be the basis by which a democracy is built. That, that would be my, my answer. That's it, just right there. How we get along. I mean, I, I think uh, I have a dream for sons of future slaves and sons of future slave owners can sit together at the table of brotherhood. I mean, I just, th this is part of what I think Brooke's dilemma is as well. How can we just all get together as people and agree? How can we shrink the chasm that's been created between political parties, between races, between religions? I mean, it's like our goal really should all be to survive and thrive. And we, it's become so Darwinian in terms of survival of the fittest as a result of competition. I just want to see us all work together and get in this, get in the boat and start rowing together in the same direction instead of spinning around in circles. So I, I think you hit it on the head is how do we all come together to solve problems for the greater good instead of one niche. So if there was specifically any advice just to me and to Brooke from you guys, 
passing that torch forward, what would it be? Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and start a conversation with, help me with some perspective. That's Phil's word. Help me get some understanding. I want to learn more. But I, I think asking questions, non-confrontational or accusative questions, but asking questions is a great way to learn. And I think sometimes we use statements, but I think if you learn how to ask questions, I think we learn more. I think my advice would be to engage. And um, an engagement takes on many appearances. Um, uh, everybody is going to live their life and everybody's going to focus on their issues and their problems. But everybody must also recognize that they're part of a bigger picture and they should do their part at some point in their life for the bigger picture. Uh, you don't have to commit your life to it, but you should contribute part of your life to it. Very good. Brooke, did you have anything? Okay, I am going to do my best to put these in words that make sense. Um, so, you know, like movies from your time, they include a lot of stereotyping as comedy. And we've learned that there's no tolerance for this anymore. It is not respectful, you know? And so I guess, have you noticed, have you noticed the change in, or have you noticed yourself like in that time being okay with it versus now still being okay with it or thinking of it differently or just a difference, how society reacts to stereotyping in general from then until now? That's an excellent question, Brooke. I tell you what, I uh, while I was my, my guts were 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 churning while you were asking the question because it, it's something that bothers me all all the time. It's this natural reaction that we buy into in trying to be politically correct, and it goes back to, uh, once again to your to your ethereal statement that history is a conversation. And I'm gonna use my word again. If you don't understand the perspective of history that it's easy to condemn what used to be. But then when you do that, you also deny sheer artistry for the sake of politics. And so the best example I can give you is the other night, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I uh, just happened to stop the channel on uh, Blazing Saddles, a movie that came out where they took pot shots at racism and homophobia, et cetera. If you've never seen it, you should, but you should understand the times that it was made in. And they used the N-word throughout that movie because at the time, the N-word was used publicly all the time. And it was very uncomfortable for me to watch it. But there is some hilarious scenes in that movie. It is slapstick comedy. It is genuine, high-intelligence comedy. And yet it is crass racism and crass 
gender uh, homophobia and gender issues. Now you wonder, why would I be laughing at that? But we had to break the barrier and laugh at it in order to deal with it. And that was a very important movie at that time. But another important movie for me was Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which is another, which was another groundbreaking movie that now when you look at it, you can't believe that Sidney Poitier would put up with some of the things he had to put up with. And you don't understand that that character would have died had he not played the character he played. Bill Cosby was a funny man. He also had a perversion, but that doesn't make his albums any less funny for me. There's a concern that uh, Michael Jackson might have been a pedophile, but I still tap my foot to his beat when I hear his music. And so we've got to stop this blanket aspersion about uh, what's good and what's bad. It's the same discussion we're having about whether or not we should take down the statues that embody con Confederate generals, or should we leave them up and learn our history? about it. I'd rather not take the, the statues down. I'd rather add a plaque that says, here's what this man really did. Yeah, he won a few battles, but he was fighting for the wrong cause. So I love your question. And I know my answer kind of rambled and I don't really have an answer other than to say, we should see these period pieces as period pieces. Or as pieces, period. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's interesting, uh, Sharon and I will sit on the couch and we'll watch a rerun of Seinfeld. We'll watch a rerun of Friends. And then all of a sudden, there'll be a rerun of All in the Family. And it's like, remember the theme song to the Jeffersons, Phil? Yep. Moving on Moving up. Moving on up. Moving on yep. up. Some of the stuff that we watched in the 80s would not get past the current mindset for discussion. Oh, stuff from 10 years ago. Roseanne. So, but I, I think your point is well taken mm -hmm. that we, everything we have seen, we can learn from. So I just got done reading The Godfather, the book, and then watching the movie for the first time in, in many decades. And there's a show on called The Offer, which is about the making of the movie and the difficulties that the producers had because the Italian community took the book very personally because of the personification of the mafia. And so all of these things can be used foundationally to help us be better. There's nothing wrong with them. We just have to learn from them to be better. And I, 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 we still laugh at, I mean, Blazing Saddles, you know, Phil, until you put it in perspective, Blazing Saddles was just a great comedy. Now I'm going to have to look at it with a completely different eye. Every time I see them picking on the sheriff and everything else, and now it, it just, I'm going to still laugh, but it's like, I'm going to be much more comfortable, every, uncomfortable every time I hear the N-word. You've just ruined the movie for me, but that's okay. Um, but I, I think uh, your, your point, Brooke, is well taken. I think you can learn mm -hmm. from the TV shows that were on in the 80s and 70s and, and um, Hogan's Heroes, you know, the, the uh, spoofing of the, of the Nazi military, all of these different things uh, get smart. 
with the, the Cold War and, and the personification of the Russian people. It's like all of these things we can learn from and laugh from. And I think one of the things we need to do more of is laugh while we learn. I think we've got to bring some humor into the way things look in the future. And, and um, I really do think, uh, I think happiness comes from laughing and we need to do more of that. Because just for the record, there is no perspective of uh, uh, to, to explain the scene in Blazing Saddles where uh, the, circuit, the men are in a circle around, around a campfire <laughs> farting after eating beans. This, it is just slapstick yeah. humor. Well, you know what? Until that happened, probably none of us realized the direct connection between beans and flatulence. But now, you know, <laughs> it's just basically an expected outcome. All right. Well, I think that's a great way to wrap things up. I don't think we've talked about beans and flatulence in any of our podcasts before. Nicole, be nice enough to leave that in there if you would. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Nicole's going to cut that, <laughs> cut that part. Yeah. Out. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it works. Brooke, hope uh, hope this didn't make you too uncomfortable today and joining in our courageous conversation. But I just want to personally thank you for taking time out and uh, spending a couple hours with us today. And, and thank you so much for being a part of this. Could have been worse. It was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're doing good when she says it could have been worse. So. <laughs> Nicole, thank you for joining us. Uh, Brooke, we, I enjoyed having enjoyed meeting you digitally. Nicole, thank you for joining us and being a part of this. And uh, we hope we uh, um, met you. your your needs both as a producer as well as as a daughter. And I and I appreciate all of your thoughts. You all made us think, and and you provided the perspective that we thought we needed here. To all of our listeners, again, uh, want to just do a shout out to Nationwide and thank you for supporting us and, and some of the different tangents that we go off on in these courageous conversations. And thanks to all our listeners for, for listening and, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. So thanks. Thank you for joining us for another Courageous Conversation. Be sure to follow us and check back next week for more.